Good morning, everybody. Welcome to episode six of the ACS Pod Chat. I am super excited for this episode because we're going to do something that we have not done before. We have a student guest. So I'm super excited about this. Now, before I introduce our student guest, just a couple of things that I need to remind you of. One, the Google document that I sent you in the email has all links that you need to the reflection document and the audio for the podcast. So that's one. So please uh, reflect on what you've learned um, after you listened, and don't forget to uh, fill out that reflection document so that you can get uh, your credit for your time uh, spent listening. So that's again, that's free, it's free CEU credits uh, towards your license renewal. So please don't miss that opportunity. So uh, without further ado, here I'm going to introduce to you our very special guest this morning. All right. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce Parker Utley, our very first student guest on the ACS Pod Chat. And um, and before we we get too far, I just want to like I want to give you a little story about Parker. So so I've known Parker I think for a few years now, but we really haven't haven't talked. And um, Mr. Queechy and I though talk quite often. And one day I was down there and Parker was in there, and Mr. Queechy and Parker were talking about Bitcoin. And um, I'm still confused about what Bitcoin is because I'm old, and most old people just don't understand this whole thing with like Bitcoin. And so Parker was trying to explain it to me and Mr. Quichi, and I still don't understand it a whole bunch. Um, but what was interesting though was that he got me excited. Parker got me excited about Bitcoin, and I started to dabble in it a little bit. And I was just absolutely amazed at the level of knowledge that Parker had on the subject of Bitcoin in math and statistics and analysis and all these other crazy things. So um, Parker is probably one of the most interesting students that I think I've met in my time here in Alliance City Schools. So uh, like I said, I'm very excited to introduce Parker. And uh, so anyway, welcome, Parker. Thank you. And uh, we're going to start off with a question. So I ask this to every teacher that's been part of the podcast. And so it's going to be a little different for you from a kid perspective. But the question is, what is one thing that you're doing still in your classroom and you often wonder why? So if we swing that around from a student perspective, like what is the one thing that your teachers are still doing in their classroom? And you, as a student, often wonder why they're still doing that. Uh, I would have to go with trying to get students quiet. Okay. Because, obvi- I mean, it didn't work in elementary school and it didn't work in middle school, so you would think in high school that they would just put that responsibility upon the students. Oh. They don't want to learn, they don't want to learn, why force them? Okay, so you're a big fan of the, hey, if you're just not going to put the effort in, then that's your fault. Okay. Yes. What, what, is there is there something specific that teachers, j- should we just let them go? Um, you know, what about the students who, who need quiet to learn? What do we do with those kids? So whenever I was in Mr. Quichi's class my sophomore year, the first year we met, I was in his intro to graphic design class. And we had what we called a class A and B, because class A paid attention and class B sat in the back and did nothing. <laughs> So he would take the kids that actually wanted to learn and actually cared about the content, and he would bring them up towards the front, and he would teach a lesson. Now, he wouldn't discriminate against Class B or the kids that wanted to sit in the back. He would still tell them when the assignments were due, but he wouldn't give them the help that they needed to get it done if they asked because they didn't show him the time of day. Okay. All right. Interesting. Interesting um, Interesting take on that. So that's very good. All right, so so Parker, you've been doing some really cool things um, with Mr. Quichi in that classroom, and so today's talk is 
kind of geared toward the cool stuff that you that you've been trying um, and so we're going to call it student innovator and, and so why don't you talk about some of the cool things that you've done um, specifically um, let's talk about the sticker packs uh, that was one of the first things I think that you started working on so let's let's talk about sticker packs so I have a, a decently big coding background so I'm I'd like to say I'm pretty good at it. And me and Queechy kind of got together and we're like, hey, we need a way to get our name into the everyday student's mouth. We need them to be talking about the nerd lab. We want to be that next big thing at Alliance High School. So I said, we can make a sticker pack because through Apple, it's not that hard. You just plug and play. And we have designers and we have people that are decent at InDesign. So once we put everything together, I plugged it in. We put AHS Nerd Lab's name on it, and we kind of just ran with it. And that's where we got both of our sticker packs. And so for those of you that are not aware, uh, a sticker pack is, is a, it's an app that you can download from um, Apple's App Store, and it allows you to add stickers to text messages in Apple's Messages app. And so um, the first sticker pack that I think they worked on was uh, one from a book they wrote called Monster Pieces. Uh, where they worked with uh, Chelsea Minnick's class over at, um, I think she's over at Parkway. And, um, and so they did this book together. The second graders and the high school students worked on a book together. It was fantastic. And so there were a lot of kid-drawn monsters, a lot of high school uh, student graphic-designed monsters, and they turned those into sticker packs. And I can tell you from, from just my own experience and, and sharing that app with my friends, they have been blown away at what um, high school students can do to make a sticker pack, what high school and second grade students can do to make designs. So I think it has been a, a tremendous um, experience, I think, for everybody involved. Like I said, even my friends who do code and do things like that, that, that are like, wow, I've never seen a sticker pack like that before. That's really cool. And um, the other thing, too, uh, that I think is really interesting about what you just said, Parker, is that the, you wanted to get the nerd lab out there into the minds and mouths of students in the building. So I think really essentially what you did is you basically just came up with free advertisement for the for your own career tech program. Yeah, so I've never been good at like designing or drawing. Like I can't draw a stick figure to save my life. I mean, me neither, man. <laughs> but I've always had that technological sense to where I can make it work. So when Queechy brought me into the class, I told him, I said, I'm not going to be the best, but I'll give you my best effort. And he goes, that's fine. So I have done my drawings and everything. But I'm better at taking what they draw and making it into everyday households, like the books. We took second graders' drawings, we reiterated them into our own imaginations, and then we put them out there so everybody can use. And I think today, from when we started until this day, we've touched, I think, over 1,600 devices. And that's amazing, because it's only been like, what, a month? Two months, maybe? Yeah, it's been on the App Store now since our first beta for a month and a half. So it's probably been fully released for a month. And you've had 1,600 downloads of that. That's, I mean, that's amazing. That's awesome stuff. So congratulations on that. I think that's, that's really cool. And I, I, wonder, I really liked what you said there, too. You said, you know, I, I may not be the best at, at drawing, but I'm going to give you my best. And I think that, you know, in a, as a district, Alliance City Schools has been working hard to do this, this whole thing with growth mindset. And I think that that is, that is awesome. I mean, you could have easily gone into that class and said, look, I'm terrible at stick figures. I'm never going to get any better. This is what you get. Yeah. Um, but instead, you had a growth mindset. And you said, you know what? I'm not great at this, but I'm going to give you my best effort. And, and from there, we're going to get better. So I think that that's awesome. And, and so from the sticker pack, you've kind of branched out even more. Like you, you've started coming up with 
um, other things, right? You're kind of looking around the school at, at problems and trying to find solutions. So what are, what are some of the things that you're working on now? Uh, right now I'm working on an attendance-based proxy location app, which that's fancy. So basically we're using a little sticker or a rock that has rubber around it that puts out a Bluetooth signal and it's going to tell me where you're at in the building. So instead of teachers taking that first 10, 15 minutes of class to take attendance and then you have kids not paying attention so they miss them and then we get phone calls in the middle of class. I mean, it takes a lot of time. It doesn't need to be wasted. Once kids walk into a classroom, they'll get a notification on their iPad, iPhone, Android device, Samsung, whatever they use. And it'll say, please check in to so-and-so's class. And once you check in, that's your attendance for the day. So instead of attendance being on teachers, we're pushing it more towards students. Hmm. That's an interesting concept. So, what? So basically, we're just automating the whole attendance policy so that we don't have to waste time in class, which I think is fantastic, right? Because we're always, as teachers, we're always trying to cram more and more information in in, in the, the time that we have. What What is to keep a student from? I mean, it sounds very familiar, similar to me to like um, belly cards, for example. Yeah. So like, I go to. El Campesino and get Taco Tuesday and every time I go into El Campesino I hit the check-in button on my app and I get some points added to my system. What's to keep a kid from walking past a class, checking in and just walking right on down the hallway uh, to something else, to do something else? So the teachers will basically have domain control over it, but the main thing is you have to be within four foot of that beacon. So you can't just stand out in the hall, hey, I'm gonna check into class, but I'm gonna go to the bathroom first. If you don't walk in, and obviously the teacher's gonna see you. Hey, he walked in and then he walked out. That can be reported in a completely different way. Yeah. But you have to be within, we can set it up to a foot. Okay. It's accurate up to a foot. Hmm. That is interesting. I think that's a really fantastic idea. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing you guys make this work because I think this is really cool. So um, what else are you working on? Anything, anything else in the, in the plans? Uh, right now we're doing something. So in the Nerd Lab we print every, I mean, that's pretty well known that we print a lot of the stuff for the school. So it crams us sometimes because we have personal projects that we like to work on. And then we get teachers that'll come in and say, hey, I need this printed by tomorrow for prom. So we made, right now we're in the process of making a Google form and then eventually we're gonna make an app that stands alone. But the Google form right now, it, we have a three-week turnaround. So if you want something done, you got to contact us three weeks in advance. Everything's going to have a price sheet. So if you want something rushed, it's going to cost you an extra five bucks. And then that Google form will go straight to a separate computer, and we'll have a person each day who checks it and runs down the list. Kind of, kind of like Jimmy John's online ordering, right? Yeah. <laughs> but it may not be so freaky fast, right? Because yeah. you guys do have your own standards. Uh, you have your own projects that you have to work on and all these photos that you guys are printing and other projects is just extra stuff um, yeah. that you guys do for to help other people so that's really fantastic alright so Parker this is really good stuff so now I've got some other questions for you one what do you want to do with your life I, I'm always I'm always curious about this um, for kids and I think that times are changing I think that uh, you know in the past like if my parents would have said that you know I would have had a road map of uh, I don't know a preset idea of what success was to me um, and, and to my parents but like for you um, today's day and age like I said you're you're making things you're creating things you're you're solving problems um, you know using coding and in, in, in the skill set that you have so what what do you see yourself doing or what do you want to do so I'm large into the market affiliating platform so I love 
marketing. I love stuff like that. But that's kind of like my hobby. So I'm going to trade school for diesel technician and heavy machinery. So I want to be a diesel mechanic, essentially, in okay. short terms. Now, I won't stop coding, and I love, like I said, I love marketing and all that. So that's going to be something that I do on the side. Like, hey, I'm on the weekends, and I want to make a couple extra bucks. Because it is a great income if yeah. you can understand it and learn how to do it. But I plan on going to Cat, Ohio, and going to diesel mechanic school. Oh, very cool. Is that the, is that, where is that? Where is Cat, Ohio? It's Ravenna. Okay, because I drove past there, I think, the other day. It was late at night. We were coming home from somewhere, and we had to stop. Uh, the kids had to go to the bathroom or something, and, and we drove down that street, and I saw that building. It is massive. It is, it is a gorgeous building. They're um, the largest, like, Bobcat bulldozer dealer, like, this side of the United States. Wow. I think that's fantastic. So, I uh, wish you luck on that. Thank you. Um, so, if you, let's go back to school here for a second. So, you, you, what grade are you in now, Parker? You're a senior. I'm a senior. So what? So you've got a bunch of kids behind you that look up to seniors and look up to them for advice and, and things like that. But sometimes as teachers, we don't look to kids for advice. Um, so if, if, if you had some advice for teachers, other than the behavior piece, like what is, what is something that teachers need to do to, to reach more kids? Uh, I understand the common core, and I understand that teachers are pushed to teach certain things that kids have to take the test at the end of the year that proves they learned that. But I think the busy work, not even in this school, I've talked to people, students from other schools that are also seniors, the busy work is getting out of hand in the sense that we're not getting points for the stuff we're doing. It's not weighing anything. Okay, so so like giving homework just for the sake of giving homework. Yeah. Yeah. I had a... You know, I had a principal one time ask me that question when I was when I was teaching uh, back in the day in the special ed classroom. You know, she was like, you know, what's going on in your class? And I said to her, I said, well, you know, I got kids who are not turning in homework. And, um, you know, so their grades are suffering. And, and she said, well, why are you giving homework? And I told her, I said, well, I, I want to teach responsibility. I want, you know, I want to give them something so they can take it home and do it and then bring it back the next day. And she said, why don't you give them an egg? And... It kind of, I kind of was surprised by that answer. I was like, "Well, what are you talking about?" And she goes, "If the sole purpose is that you want them to take something home and bring it back, then why don't you just give them an egg, or a bottle of water, or something?" But like, why are you, you know, assigning points to that? So it kind of, it kind of struck me as something that was interesting. So I, I understand your point. I see where you're coming from. So, you know, would if homework was more, like, how would you make homework more relevant? So let's say we had to still give homework. What would, what would homework look like in an ultimate world for you? So I'm all about doing work and putting your all into things. I'm not saying that I'm lazy and I don't want anything to do at home. But, so say you're taking pre-calc and you're learning about logs and you're learning about stats and the exponential growth of so-and-so. Why can't we relate that to something that's going on in the real world? Say, not everybody can understand the stock market, but say the stock market or Bitcoin or like car prices because everybody knows that car prices go up every year for the same base model. So if we can take that and relate it to something that students are actually going to care about, then they'll be more advocate, advocated to learn in a sense. Okay, so I like that. And I think, uh, I, you know, I teach a grad class to teachers and I said the same thing the other day. I said, look, if you're not, if you're in a math class and you're not teaching fantasy football, you know, then you're missing out. 
because kids like fantasy football. They like fantasy sports. Um, I mean, I know looking at all these iPads, the kids like Madden and all these football games and things like that. So if you're not using football statistics to to um, to teach some of these math concepts, I think you're right. I think that I think we're missing out. So I think that's a very good um, point. Make learning authentic. Make it real. Uh, I was I was like you, Parker. I was this, I was the kid. Math teacher would ask me something, and I would be like, "When am I going to use this? You know, like when am I going to walk down the grocery aisle and, and use that math um, theorem or something like that?" And and back then, you know, the answer was, "Oh, we don't know. You just have to know it." And so I, I like the idea of being able to have um, some real, authentic learning experiences uh, for students. So I think that's fantastic. Well, Parker, thank you so much for for being here today. Um, I appreciate it. Do you have any parting words or anything else that you want to? say before we hit the road life is like squeezing juice from a rock all right is there a follow-up or is that it we got to no, think about that one that's it thanks life, for having me life is like squeezing juice from a rock all right chew on that one people um so anyway yeah parker thanks for being here i appreciate it i, I hope to have more students here in the in the future and for those of you out there listening, please don't forget to uh, add some feedback to the shared Google Doc that will be sent out through your email. Uh, make sure you listen to this. Uh, get those CEU credit hours for attending and uh, pass it along to your friends and family and uh, let them listen to it as well. Remember, you can do this from anywhere. Uh, looks like we're going to have some nice weather the next couple days, so maybe you're going to be out in the yard. Uh, maybe you're going to be out, uh, I don't know, taking a walk or a run or something like that. But with the ACS Pod Chat, you can listen anywhere you are. So I think that is awesome. Um, and so, again, uh, I am looking for more teachers to be part of the podcast. So if you have something interesting you want to share that you are doing in your classroom or some work that your kids have done, uh, we would love to hear it. Um, so uh, please fill out that interest survey that is also on the shared Google Doc that I am sending out through your email um, today. So. Once again, thanks, Parker, and thank you, everybody, for listening. And all I have left to say is peace. I'm out of here. So long, my friends. Farewell, goodbye. I'd love to stay and play and sing for a while. But it's time to hit the road. Say goodbye so long. Farewell, bye.